How's it going, everybody? Thank you so much for listening to the podcast version of my radio show, Famous Dead People, the only show that resurrects famous people from the grave and asks them all the hard questions. We originally air as a radio show on Radio Free Brooklyn, so if you like the show, you can listen to episodes the day they come out every Monday at 3 p.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn. You're about to hear the episode where I interview William Shakespeare, played by comedian Chris Ferry, and Cesar Chavez, played by comedian Lex Morales. If you like the show, don't forget you can always shoot us an email at famousdeadpeopleshow at gmail.com or famousdeadpeople at radiofreebrooklyn.org. We are now an official nonprofit, which is super dope. Uh, and definitely reach out. We love hearing from fans. Subscribe to the podcast. Rate us five stars on iTunes. All that stuff. It totally helps us a bunch. And also, you should check out a show that I am doing on May 13th. That's this Saturday at 9.30 p.m. at the Pit Loft called Live Clickbait. You can find out more information about that on my website, jarrettberenstein.com. That's J-A-R-R-E-T-B-E-R-E-N-S-T-E-I-N.com. The show, again, is called Live Clickbait. It is this Saturday, May 13th at 9.30 p.m. at the Pit Loft. But for now, enjoy Cesar Chavez and William Shakespeare only on Famous Dead People. Famous Dead People. It's time. Famous Dead People. Time to start the show. Famous Dead People. People you know. Famous Dead People. Famous Dead People. Famous Stories stuck in the head. My guests today on Famous Dead People are English poet and playwright, widely considered to be the world's premier dramatist, William Shakespeare, <laughs> and American labor leader and civil rights activist, Cesar Chavez. Mr. Shakespeare, Mr. Chavez, thank you so much for joining us here on Famous Dead People. Thank you for coming to the studio. What's up, Holmes? It's uh, very wonderful to be here. Now, this is, um, uh, uh, you know, William Shakespeare, you are... One of the most famous and influential playwrights to have ever written. Uh, but your family didn't really have a life in the arts at first. Your father was a glover, right? Mm, I'm, yes. I'm, 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 I got my facts correct on this, right? That's correct, yes. Now, what was it that drew you away from the family business? Like, we could all be wearing William Shakespeare gloves now. Like, that could be your heritage instead. What was it that drew you to to not do that? Well, you see, at a very young age, I saw a play, and I thought, that is so much more exciting, don't you see, than, than gloves. Than, than, uh, than making gloves, being a part of that well, lifestyle. Yes, gloves in general. I mean, uh, uh, nothing uh, negative to gloves, mm-hmm. but... Um, well, the no glove makers, I think, would be offended by that, right? Like I know, I wish, you know, that's one of the things that we used to fight for, man, you know? What, like it's getting like, good gloves? Yeah, Mr. getting Chavez? some working gloves, man. It's just, just give me some gloves. Mm, yeah, Fucking so, hands hurt, you know? Yeah, maybe if you had designed... Gloves for the working man. Maybe that could have been part of your legacy. Like, like, mm. like, like. You know, migrant farmer workers could have been fighting to get Shakespeare gloves on their hands. Yes, or, mm-hmm. or I could have written a play detailing that mm-hmm. struggle. You see, yeah, well, but, yeah. but, but the act of making gloves was really yes. never. Mm, how do you say it? Um, uh, exciting. It's or bullshit, man. In- inspiring. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. <laughs> yes, all of it's that. Like, yeah. All of that. Fucking don't make some gloves. Uh, if you don't want to make gloves, don't make gloves. Did That's your it. Did your father ever try to get you involved in that? Oh, like, did you yes. guys make gloves together, that sort of thing? Yes, yes. Uh, you know, uh, other fathers would take their children to to play ball or cricket or mm-hmm. or, or bear baiting, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know, my father would say, "Say, Will, let's." Make some gloves in the old workshop today, and I would gamely do my best. But mm. 
my heart was never really in it. I understand. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, let's talk very quickly about bear baiting because yeah, I learned. Man, what the fuck? Is I bear learned about man? this when I, I was in college, mm-hmm. and I thought it was fascinating. So, Cesar Chavez, you're the only one here who doesn't know what bear baiting. Well, is, why do you got to rub it in? Yeah, man, I, I don't know it. All right, I don't know what bear baiting is. No, I just wanted to clarify. Jeez, man, I just wanted to be specific about this. I dropped out of high. I dropped out of school when I was like eight. You know, I had to work. Mm-hmm. No, no, I understand. We'll, right, we will 100 get to your life okay. story as well, Mister. No, Chavez. I'm not. I'm not pushing for time. I'm just saying, don't <laughs> fucking berate me because I don't know what bear baiting is. No, I just want to make sure. Like, it's, just it's, go out into the woods and jerk off bears. If you're, if okay. if there, if our audience members, if there are people out there who like don't also know what it is, uh, okay. I don't want to make it seem like they're weird for not knowing. Sure, know? sure. Thanks. The only reason why I know is because I was a theater major yeah. in college. It, it, it know, has fallen out of favor. Well, you know, animal rights activists would. Yeah, they. It was a bit sticky for animal rights yes. activists. Basically, the what, what are happened you talking with... about jerking off a bear? <laughs> no, right, come on. No, that's falling out of favor. Sticky for the animal rights man. Come on. Mm-hmm. All right, tell me. All right. Tell me so, what bear baiting. Is. If I remember this correctly, Mr. Mm. Shakespeare, feel mm. feel free to correct me if uh, if you need mm. be. It they would just like tie up a bear in like a town square or like at a, at a exactly at something it... like that, and then you would you would pay people. You you they would charge you if you just wanted to like poke this bear with a stick and like. And like get it all mad and stuff like that, but he would be tied up, so it was perfectly safe, you know. And it was like a fun thing to do, like tease the bear, you know, down down at the. Uh, you, know, you know, we used to have an festival. uncle like that. We had an uncle. We had an uncle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or you know what we did in Boyo the theater. his name. What uh, you used to do in the theater? What we did in the theater to break up the acts, right? Because the pl- the plays would last. All day. Yes. It was quite a long affair. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, to break things up a bit, you'd chain a bear, uh, you'd starve it, you'd poke it a bit to get it, and then mm-hmm. you would, uh, you know, you would uh, 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 unleash dogs on it, and they would fight to the death. Oh, is that is that also part of bear baiting? I didn't well, realize that's that what, was... That's how we did it. I don't, uh, that's fucking I don't want to say that, that there's a, a right and a wrong way. That's, a, that's the wrong way, bear. man. That's the wrong way. Why can't we all agree it's the wrong no, way? No, no, I man. think everybody that's agrees now that that was a bad thing to do. I don't think anybody thinks that that was... A good thing that was positive. No, it we're, sounds like a great time. We're all we're all glad that bear baiting has gone away. Yeah, yes. yeah. it it did sell tickets. Yes, <laughs> no, it's so that's a thing. That's tickets a thing. flew off. So many, not, I'm not defending it. So I'm many things saying. that are that we should not do. There were good things that came out of it, like you know. Oh God, I'm I'm Jewish, so I'm allowed to say this. Like some of the things the Nazi doctors did were awful, but we did learn a lot about. Like you know, hum- uh, you know, uh, uh, what do you call it? Anatomy, you know, physiology. Yeah, I'm just glad. You I'm, know, I, I, I don't think you, I'll meet you on that one. I'll just, <laughs> I'm just, I'll let you drive that. I just there have uh, to have been. There have to have been. One of my favorite things to do is hang out with white people and hear that, how they justify stuff. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so that, yeah, yeah, we figured it out, man. We figured this out. Well, All Mr. Right. Sh- Mr. Uh, Chavez, let's talk a little bit about your life because you know we talked we talked about Mr. Shakespeare's father mm-hmm. and how you know he, his dad was a glover. Uh, it re- and and his life. Was completely a different track from his father's. Yours, it seemed, was much more intimately involved with like what happened to your dad and what happened to your family and the struggle. Like it reads like the beginning of the Grapes of Wrath. Like you know, your 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 family, you lose the grocery store, you lose the ranch, you lose your house, the Great Depression, shady banks, yeah, screw, screwing over the working man. It's almost as though you were predestined to become this great labor rights leader. Is that is that sound fair? Or you could have been like. Uh... 
you know, fall off like half my cousins, you know? Like they a bunch were, of... Most of my cousins were pieces of shit. Let me just be honest, <laughs> all right? They didn't do mm-hmm. shit for me or anybody mm-hmm. else. And that was like, yo, everybody, let's all, if we were, uh, if we all get together, we're stronger. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, maybe it's not that they were pieces of shit necessarily. Maybe there were. Well, you don't know my family. But <laughs> also, I'm, I'm sure that it was demoralizing. You know, like you, you work so hard all the time. You're paid so little. You're mm-hmm. being treated yeah, like yeah. garbage. It probably gets in your head a little bit where you're like, oh, there's nothing I can do. Listen, you know? one of my favorite comics in the world mm-hmm. is Freddie Prince, right? Okay. He's a yeah, funny Freddie, guy. He's a great comic. He doesn't have a lot of albums, but when you listen to him, all self-deprecating. Us Hispanics, mm-hmm. we're, we're self-deprecating. Man. You think that's a trait that Hispanic people have? Cesar yeah, yeah, Chavez? Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Interesting. I think, I think we all shit on each other a little bit, on mm-hmm. ourselves more so, right? Okay. It's a, but you know what? That's a sense of you know humility because we work hard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you think that that might have something to do with the historical relationship between Hispanics and, you know, uh, Northern America, how we, you know, kind of like stole part of the country from Mexico. Yeah, you know, yeah that that's how we stuck around. You know, <laughs> that's how we got to stay in the place, you know, because they were like, you pieces of shit. And you're like, yeah, yeah, man, we're pieces of shit. Fuck that, you know, whatever. Did you, you know? did you ever read The Grapes of Wrath? I'm just curious. No, I mean, yeah. <laughs> What is that? That's with like Lenny and they go into the woods, right? <laughs> no, no. Yes. I believe you're thinking of of mice and men. Oh, that's right? with Scarlett Johan- uh, Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. Right? No, no, yes, exactly. also no, also oh, no. no? Uh, that's, no. That's the version I like. Well, the thing is, you don't need to read it because that's basically what your life was. You know, like being taken advantage of. Well, by... another thing a white man stole from me. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. <laughs> So going back to you, Mr. Shakespeare. Hmm, yeah. uh, so, you know, your your father, he's trying to get you to be a glover. Hmm. He takes you bear baiting. You're like, no, hmm. I want to be in the theater, you know, blah, blah, hmm. blah. Well, I quite like the bear baiting, but... Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'm sure it was fun. I'm sure it was great. Uh, what were some of your early experiments with writing like? When, as a kid, would you write, like, stories about yourself or, you know, um, give yourself magical powers or anything like that? You, you know, you know I, I, I quite uh, I quite like the sonnet as a form. Okay. So, so much of my early writing was poetry. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you see, I was enamored of the fairer sex. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. And, uh, you know, wooing them with words always felt... Um, you know, rather easy for me. Oh, so uh, you would, you, you ever, like, when you were in school, you would, like, write sonnets to girls and yes. try, try to woo them. How about when you were in school, you ever draw a picture of a girl with her titties out, <laughs> and then you get aroused yourself so Mr. you Chavez. use it later? Mr. Chavez, come I'm on. just saying, <laughs> we all did that, right? Well, we, we were all 12 and 13 once. Yes. See, that's what yes, I'm saying. all of us. Uh, but I was a much better author mm-hmm. than uh, than an artist. Yeah. Well, my, my question is, so, like, you, we have records of you getting married to a woman named Anne Hathaway. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was oh, she's great, man. She, Anne different, Anne different Anne Hathaway, though. Oh, come on. Yeah, but Completely different related, Anne Hathaway. actually. Yes. Really? Were mm-hmm. they? Yes, yes. Is that... Uh, I, I'm wondering, like, what the connection is there. Like, is there a direct line of descendancy a from... direct line your of descendants? Yes. Anne Hathaway yes. spawned some... The people who spawned the people who spawned yes. the actress Anne Hathaway. Yes. What? Yes. 400 years of grandmother. That is incredible. Yes, and she's quite good, I think. Yeah, she's a great actress. She's yes. wonderful. Do you see a resemblance in our oh, Mr. Chavez? Sorry, <laughs> Come on. I know, all right. I yes. clean it up. Credit I where it up. credit I'm sorry. Is. Just, I had it in my head. You As know? you like it. But, you got to see but, uh, yes. Love and Other Drugs if that's something that you're into. All right, well. you know? So, yeah, you see a resemblance between the two of them? I do, uh, p- particularly, and I don't want to be... Too off color, but okay. I believe Mr. Chavez here has opened the door in the in the area of the derriere. Oh, oh, so like when uh, comely last you see Anne Hathaway, away. you see Anne Hathaway, and you're I like, don't know what he's saying, but I can tell by his face I know what he's saying. Yes, yeah. Yes. So you see her, you're like, oh, I guess I kind of see resemblance, but then she turns around, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, oh that. there it is. Ah, there's 
There's the Anna. Oh, my goodness. If you didn't, if her name was not Anne Hathaway, mm-hmm. or even if she didn't have the last name Hathaway at all, would you have been able to tell, like, oh, my God, that has to be a descendant of my Anne Hathaway? <laughs> it's the, like the, an Adam Sandler movie. Yes. <laughs> the, 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 there is a scene in that Batman movie where she's sitting on the bike, and she's sort of facing away and mm. fires the gun, and she's yes. pointing it right at you. And I thought, well, that's... That's my, that's my Anne that's, right there. That's my Anne. Mm-hmm. I want to sorry, I want to try to be as progressive as humanly possible. So let's, you know, Fair respect, enough. respect, respect, respect is due. Of you course, know, of she's course. a beautiful no, 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 woman. And she's it. very talented. You yeah, know, yeah. she's a great actress. Enormous talent. Yes. So if Both we, of them. if we, come on, guys. Okay. Uh, so, but here's the thing that I want to know about because you said that you were writing sonnets for you know girls mm-hmm. because that was something you were interested mm-hmm. in. You know. Um, but Anne Hathaway, the one that you were married, was 25 when you were 18. And so I'm wondering what the story is between that dynamic. Because it's not something that's normal, older mm-hmm. woman, younger man. Mm-hmm. You know, is that a relationship that you had that was like you needed to get married and she was the only woman left in town? Or, you know, you were kind of desperate or something? Because that, I don't know, that's... that's um, uh, the only the oh you know at twenty five back then you you know you're almost a spinster am yes. I right you yes know? so how did that come about well uh, we 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 very we got, progressive question yes <laughs> we got together mm-hmm. and uh, we, there was a bit of an accident Ooh, oh I yes, see I think shotgun she, wedding she was enamored of my writing and mm-hmm. she took it under her uh, you know took me under her wing to to teach a younger man and okay unfortunately nature. Um, you know, yes. produced that took its course, and the only honorable thing to do was to, of course, to marry to marry to, the girl to, to wed. Of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you have an expression like now we call that a shotgun wedding? Mm-hmm. You know, because like the father stands there with pitch a fork, shotgun. Pitchfork, call it pitchfork wedding. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, similar. Yes. <laughs> now, Mr. Chavez, um, so your family moves to California after all of this hardship and strife happens to you yeah, guys, man. and. Uh, and, you know, you eventually, you become migrant farm workers. And I'm wondering, is the origin story, does it continue from there? Was there any, like, uh, poor treatment of you and your family as farm workers that led to your eventual, you know, work as a, as a labor, rights, labor rights leader? Yeah, man. Listen, we were all fine with working. We knew our station in life, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we'd be out in the fields. I'd be picking strawberries or some shit, right? Mm-hmm. And the boss would come by. And he would just start, like, eating strawberries in my face. You would know? he, like, eat the strawberries that you had just picked? Yeah, he just like that. Or he had a, he just brought a bunch of them. Like, it was like he did something, and you just show it off. He was like, you can't eat any, because we weren't allowed to eat any. Yeah, that's right. That's when right. you pick, you can't eat it. I said, mm-hmm. do you mind if I take a few notes on this? This is really good stuff. What, I mean, as far as, like, what the life was like just, of a yes, micro I worker? just want to make a few notes here. I'm, I'm becoming like maybe, inspired. Like, maybe you'll write a play about the struggle of the well, migrant worker? We'll see. I just... <laughs> Do you mind? Tell I don't know. I mean, no, I don't mind. I don't know. Chavez is a mind. I feel like you got to watch that Grapes of Wrath movie first, you know? Mm, yeah, I mean, right. you definitely don't want to, uh, you know, uh, write anything that's already been written before mm. or in that well, style, you well. know? You know, but listen, the thing is, right? Listen, you're getting back to why, what, what's the problem, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. These guys are walking around in Levi jeans and little, like, they bedazzle their shit, you know? Okay, yeah, yeah. And they so just be The flaunted. nicest jeans, the nicest yeah. jeans is what Whatever was at the time, you yeah, know? Yeah, of course. Sure, it was like... <laughs> And they All just, right. uh, you know, we just they, had they our... would flaunt their lifestyle. Sure, yeah. and then and they had they were like, uh, "This is our shit. This is our shit." It was like, "Yo, Holmes, 
we've been in this barrio for how many years? You yeah, know? yeah. That's all. So you're saying like this is our shit, meaning like this is our land, or these are the these are our yeah. fruits. That, yeah, yeah. You know, because they came from our place here. This is know? our family. This is our. This is our. And then they came in. They built mm-hmm. up fences. Then they say you work for us now. Wow. It's like a mob thing. Yeah, it's like it a really mob is. Thing. It really feels that way. Were there any like you know early attempts you know before you go to school or you know like when you're too young for it to really be taken seriously for you to rally everybody and say like this isn't fair? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I mean, sort all of right. a strawberry thing. It's the lack of empathy. Mm-hmm. I think everybody, you just put your head in the situation and you're just like, this is fucked. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. It's yeah. like all my life was was. <laughs> We go, we work, we go home, we watch Friday mm-hmm. or ne- Friday after next because that's yeah, a, yeah. that's just really funny. Yeah, right? that's a really that's good. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's you smoke very funny. a little bit, you hang out with your cousins, mm-hmm. you barbecue, and then you got to go back to work again. And you can't save, and you can't do anything, you know. Yeah. And you know what? There's more of us. There's two guys eating strawberries in my face. It's like, yo, let's fuck mm-hmm. these guys up. Well, what was like? How old were you? But like, you don't fuck them up. We got to be nice about of it. Of course, that's all. Of course. What's the youngest Peaceful. age that a Caesar Chavez would have been saying something like, "This isn't fair"? Like, are we gonna well, go? We're saying like ten years old, eight years old. Yeah, eight years old. Eight. eight, eight year old Caesar Chavez. I was like, "Fuck this!" But dad was like, "Yo, <laughs> let's wake up." And I was like, "Yo, fuck this! <laughs> that ain't fair." He's like, "Yo, let's go to church." I was like, "Church." That ain't fair neither. It's my one day off, and now I gotta go to church. Well, now it sounds like what you're is the, this guy doing? Now know? it sounds like you're the you're the boy who cried. This isn't fair. I'm just you know? saying. Yeah. Well, that's what. I, and yeah. So I had to take like seven more years before anybody listened to me. Oh, but yeah. I was saying that shit early, is what I'm saying. <laughs> that's all. All right. Well, if no just, snow days. If no snow days in California. That's 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 definitely true. Uh, if you're just joining us, uh, this is Radio Free Brooklyn. You're listening to Famous Dead People, and my guests today are labor rights icon Cesar Chavez. And one of the greatest English, English language writers of all time, Mr. William Shakespeare, who, if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, but it really seemed like you were copying verbatim what Mr. Chavez was saying hmm? to put into one of your plays. Is that, a, is that a thing that you were doing? Well, no, 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 no. Well, I, mean, I, 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 I take notes verbatim. Mm-hmm. I will probably use iambic pentameter. Okay. Yo, I heard... Final. Mm-hmm. Yo, am I wrong? But I heard you plagiarized and shit. Well, there's... There are a lot of similarities between, like, you know, uh, Christopher Marlowe would write a play mm. and then you would write a play yeah, that would be the exact same story. Yeah, let's go plagiarism, man. But better. You know, like, people would say, like, you know, he, you would take his plots and you would just it's make like them... like Friday and Friday after <laughs> next. Well, uh, you know, I, I believe T.S. Eliot said mm-hmm. that a good poet borrows... Mm-hmm. But a great poet steals. I see. So you admit that this is a this is part of your method. Well, I, you know, I mean, I think art is all derivative, isn't it? I mm-hmm. mean, I I I never stole a lot of things, <laughs> but I did borrow here and there bits of brilliance. I I like to think that I made them my own. Okay. You know, well, I, I let's feel just like say... he's about to pull out some strawberries and start eating them <laughs> in my face, man. You don't have any, do you? Because mm-hmm. no. No, so, I, I mean, I, guess, I think what Mr. Uh, Chavez is um, is having an emotional reaction to ah. is, you know, a person who achieves fame or success based on the labor of somebody else, mm. which is basically the exact struggle that he went through. He's mm. saying, you know, some someone like Christopher Marlowe or Ben Johnson, mm-hmm. you know, they work really hard, they mm. write a play, and then you come along. Well, I, and you... I worked hard. I, You mm-hmm. know, <laughs> it's not like Marlowe wrote Hamlet and I... Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> stole Hamlet from under Marlowe's nose. He, you Is know, that? Did you steal Hamlet? Because the no, way. You, no, <laughs> you know, I, I, I think wrote... he's saying some one thing, but his face says another again. <laughs> I you wrote doing my play. You're doing that thing in the movies where someone says something, but you know, very specifically means the opposite. Look, of I realize my mouth is saying no, but my <laughs> head is nodding yes. Mm-hmm. But are you saying that's not an implication? That that, that is not. A confession is what you're is what you're getting at. I would like to assert my Fifth Amendment. Time. Okay, all right. Well, as as you're an American, I don't even know if you have that, but let's uh, let's move on. So, uh, you know, Shakespeare historians um, they have this 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 chunk of your life that they have absolutely no information on. Like we know when you were baptized, we know about when you were married, but there's this period mm. between 1585 and 1592 before you show up on the London theater scene that yes. we just don't know what happened. During, you know, that seven-year period of your life, would you mind, William Shakespeare, telling us a little bit about that seven-year period before you show up in the London theater scene? Yes, I, I, I think it's safe to say now. I was an international spy. What? Yes. That is what? a bombshell. Yeah, yes. man. Oh, yes. my God. So I was Yo, he played you covert. like fools. <laughs> he played you all like fools. Working covertly Wait, so, for Her Majesty. So you would, like, go to different countries and spy for her or something? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. That's quite a bit of James Bond, actually, oh, based wow. on, on my my exploits. Do, were, were, did you ever write about this? Like, was this uh, any, any sonnets? Were there any clues in your writings about how this happened? I did, but there was a fire. Oh, and no, the that, famous yeah, fire at the globe. We didn't machines, uh. so... So the, the, those were the only copies. That but is a shame. You got to use the cloud, man. The cloud is like a life. <laughs> well, now, now. Yes, yeah, of man. Course, now. Oh my God! How much would ever, all of our lives have been better if we'd always had this technology? Mm, yeah, you yes. know. Yes, I, I do everything now. I back quite it up. Agree. Back oh, up tell everything. us a little bit about your espionage days. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm really curious. Did you ever have to seduce? You have a capa fool. You ever have to seduce somebody <laughs> or murder somebody? You know that sort of thing. Yes, I I, I knifed quite a few rogues. Whoa! Mm, wow. Yes. Um, you know, the old stiletto to the back of the neck. Move. Okay. That Ooh. was a f- favorite of mine. Yeah, like in Assassin's Creed. Yes, I, I seduced... Do you ever give somebody a Columbia neck- necktie? Columbia um, necktie. Well, they didn't call it that then. Oh, what'd you guys call it? Yeah, we yeah. called it the Charlemagne <laughs> yo-yo. <laughs> because oh, you, the, like the a, tongue actually name. does a sort of a bouncy thing once it, once it comes out. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, it, the, the, the corpse, soon-to-be corpse, makes a sound that's a little bit like, and Charlemagne was famous for. Yes. Let me tell you, I had a, a, I had a, that's voice. crazy, because I had a cousin named Charlemagne, and I had a cousin named Yo-Yo. Yes, yes. So, oh, well. That's crazy, man. <laughs> that is, what a coincidence that is. I would love to hear more about this, but I, I want to give a little more time to Mr. Of Chavez. Uh, so, you know, in 1946, you know, you, you, you leave school, you're doing your microworker stuff, but you spend two years in the Navy, and mm-hmm. you're described later that time, period of time in your life as the hardest two years of your life, the worst two years of your life. What was so bad about being in the Navy for, for a young Cesar Chavez? It was like, you got to swim all the time. Mm. Wait, you I'm, gotta, I'm sorry, you have to swim all the time? Like, in the all Navy? the time. Like, mm, it, was like a, it was like, you know, they give you those water things on your arms. Leave the wings. Yeah, the, the little water wings. Flipper wings, right? Okay. So that you don't drown, but you sleep in there. This sounds a lot You're, different than the Navy that I imagined. I you remember. Know, with, with boats, you know, would, and not having to swim, right? I mean, even back in your day, Mr. Shakespeare, like, hmm. the Navy had boats, yes, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, so we what, didn't have the nifty suits. Mm, I yes. do love those sailor suits. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, we had uh, dolphins. The, yeah. We had to train these dolphins. You, you trained dolphins? We were training dolphins at the time. Well, hold on a second. 
second. So first of all, this is different than what I think of the Navy is. And second of all, that all those things sound like fun. Swimming. All we ate was over spinach. Like sea worlds. You're training yeah. with dolphins. You play with a dolphin. Have a good time. Oh, man, those, those dolphins are assholes, man. Oh, were they? Those dolphins were fucking assholes, man. Oh, my God. They were always like with a, you know, they're always talking, saying there's some kind of problem. <laughs> saying you got to follow them, you know. Like, so they, they talk why do you always got some problems, dolphins. man? You always got this drama. These <laughs> these mm. dolphins always got drama in their lives. Mm. You know? That's all. I'm just saying. It was like, don't come with your shit, man. I'm trying to get through this Navy thing. But what was the, what was the final straw for you? And you're just like, I can't do this. This Navy thing is bullshit. I'm not doing this anymore. When they started making us all eat spinach. Oh, uh, yeah. It was like they saw that cartoon. Oh, yeah. They and they thought, thought everybody, it was like some. Would be stronger, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, everybody. I, would, I wish I stuck around when they were giving everybody LSD. Mm. That would have oh, been good. Was that a real thing that happened? Yeah, the Navy? but that was like twenty years after my time. Oh, that's too bad. That would have been great. Like spinach you, is not. You know, LSD. you show up, you join the navy, you think you're going to be fighting, and instead, all you get to do is trip fucking balls. Yeah, you know, hanging out with dolphins, in tripping nice balls. <laughs> that's some nice shit, man. Yeah. Did you ever yeah, see you the did. movie um, The Master? The Master. Oh, with uh, with Joaquin Phoenix. Yes, and he builds right. a woman out of sand, and, and then, then he, he has sex, and he jerks off to it. Yeah, I remember that. Kind of gives it to him. Yeah. yeah. You ever do that in the Navy? Yeah. Was that a Navy thing? Yeah. yeah when you're lonely, you got to make a little sand <laughs> girl. You got a little does. sand nina. Mm-hmm. You got to. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I'm sure that you have. God, I, I don't even want to get into what Mr. Shakespeare must have been doing. You know, seducing the ladies and swashbuckling during your spy yeah, years. There's only so many places that so many different things can fit. So you, yeah. eventually you get to the end of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you do it a few times, and then it becomes a bit pedestrian. Yes. Uh, well, here's my next yeah. question because you know, as I said, we we don't have like a ton of information on your life, but just very quickly, like. We've, you know, imagined, you know, like mm. what it might have been like to be like a young William Shakespeare, you know, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. The movie specifically, Shakespeare in Love, like how on point is that as far as like, you know, what you were kind of up to around the time you're doing Romeo and Juliet? Mm. Like any truth to that film at all? Well, they they did quite get the... Um the 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 amount of filth everywhere. It was really gross. Very very dirty. Yeah, disgusting yes. everywhere. You know what? The lighting was beautiful though. I, you know, for <laughs> England, it? I always thought it was going to be a lot gloomier, but yes. it was always nice, very mm-hmm. nice out there. Yeah, it didn't yeah. rain that much in that movie. No. Yes. Yeah. I, I would would love to have thought of myself as that dashing. Oh, uh, um, as as the fines. Yeah. What's I forget uh, if it was Rafe or Joseph. What was his name? <sighs> One of the finds is one of them. I didn't even know there were two of them, man. <laughs> I just love them both. They're so good. Yes, they're Aren't so they? good. Yeah, man. Yes, I mm-hmm. love those dudes. But I've always had this this hair. Mm-hmm. So, you oh, know. so you think that you 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 know maybe that was yes. a, a little more attractive than you actually were in real yes. life. Yes, Bozo on top and Page Boy around the back. It's <sighs> sort of always that been. is a shame. Yo, yes. The way you talk bad about yourself, you could be Hispanic too, man. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, yeah, I, yeah. I'll take that. What a nice compliment. Yes, yeah, that yeah, is a nice right. thing to you say. Should take it as a compliment, man. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, uh, so, but I mean, other than that, other than like, you know, being portrayed by this very attractive man, you know, like, did you, you know, uh, fall in love with women in London while your wife was at Stratford upon Avon, oh, like, you yes, know, that sort of thing. Yes. You see, the life expectancy in general was about mm-hmm. 30 years old. Yeah. Which is why I was so surprised by how old your wife was when you married her. Yes, like, well, she's basically a spinster at 25. She was a wonderful, intelligent woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, you know, so, so you didn't have, you couldn't count on being 80 and retiring mm-hmm. to Florida. Well, you gotta you know. get that bear poking yes. in right away. <laughs> Somebody called you a, a scoundrel, and it was draw your sword and defend your <laughs> honor. 
Yeah. And you mm-hmm. finish murdering the bear. Yes, yeah. yes, of course. And then deal with this ruffian who's insulted you. Yeah. How, how many duels did you get into? Like, we imagine oh. that time period. We imagine just duels after duels after duels, One you know. loses count. I'd say seven million. Seven, seven million? million? Wow. Yes. Several oh a God. day. Hundreds a day. Oh, my goodness. Just yes. like you bump into somebody, yes. you know. I'd at... be writing with one hand. Mm-hmm. And then with the other hand, rapier dueling away. I think I know why the life expectancy was so low then. Like, yeah, it's, man. It's so many knifings and things like that. Oh, goodness lord. Well, it really Jeez. smelled quite bad, you know. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, every, put everyone in a foul mood. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, so, Mr. Chavez, moving over to you very quickly. Um, you officially begin your activism work in 1952 mm-hmm. uh, with an organization called the Community Service Organization, which it must have been nice to be naming organizations back then because that is so generic you know of a name oh you know? yeah we were the first was... ones to use those words <laughs> <laughs> put those three together like that mm-hmm. i've you seen start... so many variations now well we see all of these um you know uh you, you start driving around california you're trying to get hispanics to vote you're trying you make speeches about workers rights like what were the content of those speeches like how would you try to get people to vote and realize they were being taken advantage of i was like the original obama and that's oh, yeah. what i wanted to mm. say i know Mm-hmm. Well, I was saying. well, your phrase, your, si standard, se puede. your, your phrase, si se puede, is what was loosely translated into Obama's phrase of "Yes, we can." Mm-hmm. You know, so that's a very direct. I also was the there. first person to say hope. You were the first person well, to I say had hope. A, well, I had a cousin named Hope. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, say, 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 puede. Hope. Let's do this. We got to move this couch inside right now, man. It's going to rain. It really seems like you're taken to that, Mr. Shakespeare. Well, I do love iambic pentameter. And, you know, si se puede. Barack Hussein Obama. It's almost Italian the way I'm doing it now, but it's really. We've got to take a short break. You can work on that. But we will be right back with William Shakespeare and Cesar Chavez. Stay with us. Famous dead people, famous dead people, famous dead people, famous dead people. Hey everybody, just want to take a quick break to remind you to subscribe to Famous Dead People on iTunes or on whatever app it is that you're using to listen to this show. Uh, If you're so inclined, rate us five stars, leave a comment. You could tell us how much you love us or hate us. I love constructive criticism. Uh, that stuff helps us out a ton. Tell your friends about us. Get your friends to listen to Famous Dead People. I would really appreciate that. And uh, hit us up at Famous Dead People Show at gmail.com if you want to shout some criticism into my electronic face or if you want to hear a specific Famous Dead person on this show. I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear that you're listening. I want some feedback, damn it. Uh, so yeah, lastly, if you really like the show and you want to send us some money to help keep us on the air, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash Famous Dead People and click on the Support This Show button. Thanks again for listening, and now back to the podcast. Famous Dead People, Famous Dead People, Famous Dead People, Famous Dead People. Welcome back to Famous Dead People. I'm Radio Free Brooklyn. Famous Dead People, the only show that resurrects famous people from the grave and asks them all the hard questions. I'm your host, Jared Berenstein, and we are here every Monday at 3 p.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn. My guests in the studio today are iconic labor union advocate and civil rights activist Cesar Chavez and the world's most famous playwright and poet William Shakespeare. Now, Mr. Chavez... Uh, we were talking a little bit about, you know, like your early work as an activist, you know, si se puede and trying to get people to vote and all that sort of thing. Uh, you orchestrate a number of successful strikes 
to protest unfair wages, like the Delano Grape Boycott and the Salad Bowl Boycott. What was the, I mean, the Grape Boycott, you're boycotting grapes, obviously don't eat grapes. What was the Salad Bowl Boycott about exactly? Oh, man. You know what it is? It's like, um, they were, it's the salads, I'm sick of it. That's all I ate. I was a vegetarian, you know? Yes, yes, I am. You know, so it's like every, like, more options, you know. There's more than just salad. I don't have to have, you know. I wanted a quinoa burger once in a while. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, so the entire point of the salad bowl boycott was that you yourself were tired of eating salads. Yeah, you know why? Because I'm traveling, right? And yeah. I'm like going to everybody's houses and being like, "Yo, why don't we go fix some shit out there?" Okay. You know? And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, come in. We like what you're saying." Mm-hmm. They feed me, and I'd be like, oh, "I can't eat that pork." So okay. they give me a salad. Mm. Oh, so so you were upset that people were feeding you salad so much. Yeah, I mean, it's a nice thought. And I don't want to be disrespectful, but I was just like, yo, enough of this shit. It's is unfair. This, is this it's the unfair. reason why you fasted so much? Because a lot of times you would fast to call more attention to your boycotts. Is that part of the reason you're just tired of eating salads? I just got used to it. When I was a kid, I didn't eat a lot. So I just got used to it. Two, how come, three, you, didn't four, a, how come, how come you didn't eat a lot as a kid? I'm just curious. It was just poor. You're just, just poor. Oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It wasn't a choice or a oh, spiritual surprise, thing. Oh, surprise, surprise. What the <laughs> fuck do you think? Oh, Jesus Christ, man. Is, yeah. You don't see Donald Trump out there trying to help people out, you know? No, he's, he's not, not uh, mar- no. organizing marches and saying everybody should vote. Uh, Cesar Chavez, I'm just, I'm just I'm saying just that saying. if you read your Wikipedia, read it, really, it really seems like you you made a choice, a specific choice, a spiritual choice yeah, to you fast. Yeah, listen, we all justify our shit, you know? <laughs> You guys justify poking bears, and I justify <laughs> not wanting a fucking salad. Jesus. You know? It's All a right, boycott. That's, that's no, cool. I, you know what? I'm very aggressive. I noticed a while ago. I'm sorry. I'm just mm-hmm. defensive. No, no, it's it's completely fair. You know, like part of this show is where we're trying to get to the bottom of these historical mysteries, and and anytime I'm, you can shed light on things like I'm this, I'm a big for fan. Us. I just I'm feel I'm feel I didn't. You're not cornering me or anything like no, that. No, absolutely. Just, we're not, we're not gonna we're not gonna. I just Caesar. get sensitive about the salad. Of you know? course, understand. And then you know, can I say you got Caesar salad dressing? That shit wasn't me. <laughs> That shit wasn't made. They never even named that shit. Is that for you? No, that's it, from fucking Caesar from Rome and shit. Yeah. But I was around. Yeah. And I'm you the were, guy who's always eating salads. You were a famous salad eater named yeah. Caesar. You would think that that's where that came mm, from. Yeah. yeah. So, you know. Yeah, I didn't think about it till now, but Caesar that's exactly fan. it. I that think is, I'm really pissed about that shit. That is a, a Paul direct... Newman. Paul Newman called me. <laughs> This is ridiculous. It is a really direct connection there. Uh, so going back to you, Mr. Shakespeare. Um, uh, you know, we we have you in London now. You're writing plays. You have your work as a young potential Glover uh, behind you. Mm. We have your work as a, an international man of mystery, which which is brand new, you know, that we know about that now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So then you start, you know, your early career. You're focusing on comedies and history. Like, mm. that's you're, you're having your work produced. That must have been an incredible feeling, right, to be seeing your work up on the stage, right? Heady, yes. Mm-hmm. Heady, a taste of success. Mm-hmm. Um, and life in the theater is... Quite exhilarating. Yes. Um, you never quite know how the audience will respond. Occasionally a bear got loose. Ooh. What? Wow. That must have been sure, crazy. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So uh, things were, were quite, you know, invigorating as day to day. You never quite knew what would happen. But fortunately, people seemed to like the work. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, money started coming in. So I wasn't having to struggle quite as much. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, the, the ladies enjoyed mm-hmm. the success, so yeah, things were good. Ooh, so you started picking up a little bit, you, you know, know? The streets were covered with filth, and, yes. uh, you know, everyone was murdering everyone else. Every, <laughs> But, but, but that aside, things were good. Well, here's my yeah, question, is that, you know, you have... Bears like, running around. Bears yeah, running yeah. around. You know, it was what it was. Here's my question. So you have, um, you know, this period of your life where you're focusing on comedies and histories, mm. and then in 1608, as you're becoming more notable, you start 
you know, doing your, your work takes more of a dramatic shift. Mm. You start doing darker work. You know, all of your mm-hmm. all of your main dramas come out of that period of your life. What what was going on in your life that made you want to do dramas more? If you were so successful, wouldn't your life have been easier and you would have wanted to and you would have been just happier in your life, right? Yes. Well, you see, I, I, I met a witch. A witch who put a curse on. Oh, me. you met a witch. Yes. Oh my god. And 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 she really she really hated me. Wow. Yes. And so she put a curse on me, and and I started having nightmares. Yeah, and but you skip like, it over a part because you yeah. like you meet her. We want to know. Get, yeah. What did you do, man? You didn't. You, witches don't just hate people. Yeah, you man. know, like I you did something to this witch, it's, right? It's so hard to remember. It's so long. Oh, ago. Come, don't be coy, Mister Shakespeare. We know exactly. All right. You know. All right. So she wanted me to leave Anne, and okay. I was not ready to leave Anne. Yeah. And uh, it's a rather banal, really. She 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 got very very upset. She yeah. felt that I had misused her. Well, I, I think... ain't saying she a gold digger. <laughs> I think I think this might have been a problem. In but judgment. I don't see her dating no. Marlowe. That doesn't quite work. But we'll work on it. We'll work on it together. I couldn't think of another era poet that rhymed with digger. No, it's fine. It's fine. Um, so, yeah. No, I think that was an error in judgment on your part where you, you know, you should know that you should not seduce a a witch and then break her heart. Like, it seems like you were asking for trouble, right? I'm not proud of mm-hmm. every choice that I've made. Yes. Yeah. But um, she did, I still feel. That she overreacted just a smidge. Well, tell, because... us, tell us a little more about this curse. Because, yes. like, you uh, you said you had nightmares, you know. Uh, well, you... I put quite a bit of it into Macbeth. Oh, okay. Yes, you see, I, I would I would awaken in the middle of the night, believing myself to be covered in blood mm. that I could not scrub off. Okay. Um, literally every friend I had in a certain point of my life uh, exploded. I oh would walk God. in the room and I'd say, hello, Charles. <laughs> Whoa. And he would explode, and his viscera would splatter all over my face. Oh my and God. then I would hear her laughing that in is, my mind. That is insane. It was it was quite dark. Did that bother you then? So then you would be like, get a, really upset about this curse, and then it would just well, cause yes, you. I needed to, to put write it on the page. Things. I had to, to get it out. You know, oh these feelings. That's what one does. Did you ever yep. try to reconcile and get the curse lifted? I'm curious. Well, I had her assassinated, ultimately. Oh, so, can okay. I ask, what, what's, this, what's up with nobody saying Macbeth in the theater, man? Oh, yeah, it's, it's I got bad luck. Once. It's bad yeah, luck to say Macbeth in the theater. Uh, yeah. yeah, is that you? I, I'm not, I, I didn't start that. Um, I think that... Your face had... is saying one thing and your, <laughs> your mouth is saying Look, I realize I have a habit of nodding my head while <laughs> denying. All right, it was me. Oh, you started the Macbeth thing. Well, oh I did my it. God. Listen, I did it, people. Listen, listen, another in, another investigative bombshell from Cesar it Chavez. Sold tickets. That is a classic Chavez right tickets? there. Well, you remember Spider-Man, Turn Off the Dog, right? If you, yes. you think someone's going to fall off those wires and break their leg, you buy a ticket to that yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. You want to see that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if people really thought that they'd go to the theater and someone would be with Save Macbeth and that, you know. And people would die. Oh, yes. A chandelier would fall and light them aflame, which did happen. People like have anything to do with back that. then. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's the same as NASCAR today. <laughs> it really Nobody is. goes to see him driving a circle. You I, know? Think it, I think it's incredible that we're we're talking about this period of time when nobody has an iPhone, nobody right. has YouTube or anything like that. People are starved 
for entertainment, mm-hmm. and yet you're still thinking of different things to do to get people in well, there, like bear baiting and making up a think fake about curse. This, man. You know, that's you know when you're chilling at Netflix. Like mm-hmm. I'm always playing. I'm always watching Netflix when I'm at home. Yeah. Right? But then I got my phone in my hand and I'm playing Candy Crush. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so you're saying that even with no entertainment options, people would still be fickle about what they would yeah, choose. Yeah, you got to a spend bear in the with. corner. <laughs> you got Macbeth over there. Mm-hmm. Well, you got some crazy witch. Somebody stabbing somebody. Yes. <laughs> it's a lot of... Everything is different, but much of it is actually it's the, the same. same. Yeah, it's the yeah. same. So let's go back to uh, Mr. Chavez for a moment. You know, So you're orchestrating these really uh, successful strikes, you know, mm-hmm. and you, you're getting victories. You're getting, you know, uh, uh, wages raised, and you're forming unions. And I was like popular. That. Yeah, yeah. No, you're I doing, was blowing up. You were, you were doing really good work. Um, uh, but you were famously anti-immigration, though. And I would think that somebody <laughs> with your background... You know, uh, and, you you know, uh, the fact that you were working with migrant workers, people from Mexico, probably. What was it about immigrants that you thought was antithetical to your cause? Listen, you just got to play by the rules. You know, you don't make the rules. You Mm -hmm. just got to play by them. Oh, so you think because there was a law. I was born on this side of the on the of the line. Yeah. Of of the border of the border. Yeah. God gave me this. Mm -hmm. Then the white man took it away. But then he said you could still share it. (laughs) And then I was like, well, I'm going to share it with you and not with these guys. Mm-hmm. Well, don't you so. think that maybe instead of being anti-immigration or oh, anti-illegal immigrant, you could have, I don't know, maybe used some of your notoriety towards helping people to become citizens of America, that sort of thing. Listen, nobody was stopping them. I wasn't saying <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't at the I wasn't at the wall back then holding up a sign. That is cold blooded. I'm just I, I would know. just assume that so somebody who we, was, we justify sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, tell us more about how white people justify things. Caesar hey, Chavez, we're, uh, we're not all that different. Everything is different, but everything stays the, yes, same. It's the same. That's right. We uh, all have the same hearts and brains that are capable of the same cold-blooded rationalizations. I voted against my interests. You know, mm. it's, uh, it's uh, you, sometimes you do that. Sometimes yeah, you get no. stupid. It is. Uh, yeah, it is a, a large part of our voting but, block for some reason, for some bizarre reason. Uh, now, I did want to ask you about this also. So, you know, you you're, you're doing really well. Uh, you know, you have all these successful and strikes. Like seven albums out. And it, <laughs> like that. Um, what was your, what's your demeanor like back then? Like, are you, you know, being a Mahatma Gandhi and being really humble about it and fasting, or are you getting a little Kanye about it, you uh, know? Like, I gotta, okay, I'll say it. I'm like the, I'm like the monkeys to the Mahatma Gandhi's Beatles. Oh, okay, so that you were like a, I don't know, deluded, more fun version? Why are you going to say delu- deluded? <laughs> <laughs> I knew exactly what I was fucking doing. Is don't that say not... that. No, nah, I knew what I was doing. I mean, it, to make that analogy, like like the, the, the monkeys was... were the deluded Beatles, right? I was playing to the people, you mm-hmm. know, and like Gandhi, he was just doing his shit, you know? I mean, I got to be honest, I stole the fasting from him, mm-hmm. you yes. know? Well, there's no stealing the concept of fasting, I, yeah, you know? This is what I'm saying. Oh, come on. What you did was stealing, you know? I, no, no, fasting, you, you know what? Fasting is an idea what... that it's... It's I analogous thinking. Because I saw him doing that, and I was like, <laughs> that's some hot shit. That's mm-hmm. some hot shit that Gandhi got going. He was popping yeah. out there. It, t- it sold tickets, eh? Yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> it, it was a, it was a m- Done. It was getting some numbers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Putting up real yes. numbers. All right. That's fair. That's fair. So, you know, I did some of that. I got to admit. I mean, I wanted to stay in the people's eyes, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's fair. That's a, fair. A, a taste of fame does... Intoxicate, yeah. Uh, yeah. Once you once you get a, a sense of 
of the popularity. It's it's difficult mm. to let go of. Yeah, right. I don't think that people are fair enough to how difficult it is to be famous, especially if you start at a young age. You know, mm-hmm. like I've looked at what happened to Michael Jackson, and I was just like, that man is in pain. That man is yes. hurting because of celebrity. You know, yeah, like yeah. that it it injured that man's soul. Mm-hmm. I think. You Plus know? the abuse. I mean, I think you can. <laughs> you can't, <laughs> you write, can't that write that off. That is one hundred percent true. It doesn't make it easier. Did you did you have analogous things in your time when you were you know producing you have a touch theater? Kid? You is know, no, I'm not asking oh, okay. William Shakespeare if he's touched a kid. Uh, what I am saying though no. is like, did you have child stars? Did you have you know people that would get too big for their britches and you know uh, oh, shoot yes. up a nightclub that sort of thing? Yes. You know, because you see, uh, in my in my time, uh, it, there were no women allowed. On the stage, it was it was just not not done. Yeah, just a total sausage fest. It's a total sausage fest. But we did have uh, young men who were very adept at uh, playing the female roles, and uh, it did go to their heads quite a bit. For some reason, how did it, how did it go to their heads? Would you mind elaborating on that? Well, I mean, have you seen Justin Bieber today, for example? I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, you're man. saying that they were so good at playing women that they would think that they were yes, like all that? They became divas. Oh my yes, god, yes, absolutely, like a bunch of. Beyonce's. Yes, and their sexual orientation had, had nothing whatsoever to do with it. Oh, I see. You okay. see, it was mostly just the, it was the celebrity. Interesting. Mm. Uh, sorry to interrupt. So for those of you just joining us, uh, you're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. This is Famous Dead People, and my guests today are English poet and playwright William Shakespeare and civil rights and labor activist Cesar Chavez. Um, and we were just talking about, like, the trappings of celebrity and, you know, how this was indeed present in Shakespeare's time as well. Did you avoid that as well? Or, or did you get a little Hollywood, as we would say now? Well, I, we're only human, aren't we? Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I do think I, I, you know, I'm not proud of everything I've done. Oh, hey, hey, you've said it so many times. See, so, starting to think so you got yes, a couple of bodies on Yes, you. I mean, I, I, I was uh, calculating about the whole thing. I, okay. I made myself a, a producer. Producer, an actor, the writer. I paid myself as many times as I possibly could. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, there were occasional times that someone would offer an idea that I would... Just kind of borrow. borrow. You ever go to Vegas? Just ball? (laughs) You ever just go ball? I've been. Um, There's that great ice bar. You ever go to ice bar in Vegas? I haven't been to ice bar in Vegas. Everything is like sub-zero. You get to wear a coat and you sit on ice. Yeah, it's nice. Interesting. Imagine being able to wear a a coat in a bar. And then they did some shots out of a girl's titties. It was like a little ice. It's quite like the Thames. I'm sorry. I think I, I, I think I'd like that. I, yeah, I should go. Ice bar, Vegas. Perhaps you and I could. Uh, yeah, man. Let's roll. You, I, we'll, oh, I'll let's roll make with plans. Well, have, you your, know, have your people talk to my. We team. touched a little bit on this already, uh, Mr. Shakespeare. But you know, I we we know that you acted uh, for a little while as well yeah. when you were uh, when you were uh, in London. Did you? find the life of an actor to be, I don't know, not as not as interesting or fulfilling as that of a writer? Is that why you focused on the writing instead? Well, I, I think to be completely honest, it's it's not primary among my gifts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I don't mean to be overly self-deprecating, but, you know, I, I would give myself a, the apothecary, for example. Mm-hmm. You, know, um, you would do like small roles uh, like that. Yes, the king's second cousin. Oh, right. just, just Just to get my beak wet a bit. And ah, just to start siphon a little more money from those ticket well, sales. It's fun. You know, it's mm-hmm. fun. But, uh, you know, it, honestly, if I had ca- cast myself mm-hmm. in the lead Can- roles, I think the, the plays would not have done as well. Because yeah, I'm just yeah. not uh, that great. Well, I read, you know, Can I tell you the first time I was ever in a play? I was in a 
play when I was like in second grade. Okay. Mm. And I was in The Taming of the Shrew, man. You oh, wrote that shit. Yes. Yeah, well, yeah. This is I was cowboy number yes. two. This is something that probably happens I think they, to you uh, all the time. Yes. Like everyone's, Cowboy number two. Everyone's I don't think they wrote experience. that after I read it. I'm sorry. To, but <laughs> oh, that's okay. Saying, that's okay. I found out it was a bullshit part. They made me cowboy number two. There was no cowboys. There are no small But that's a true story, man. That's some bullshit. This is not fair. Si se puede. It's ridiculous, man. <laughs> well, that's the spirit. Well, that has to happen all the time. Like, you know, how do you feel knowing that a person's first exposure to the theater is usually because of a play that you wrote, you know? Well, it's, it's quite invigorating. I, yeah. I, uh, I do think that people are, uh, are quite uh, overly precious with my work now. Mm. I mean, it's been over 400 years. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we can lighten things up uh, a little yes, bit, you know? please, please, go run with it, you know. I, what's, I, what's something you wish people would do with your work that you feel like they haven't yet? Well, for example, I, I, I think that quite a bit of the language doesn't relate to the modern ear. Okay, so maybe we, yes. maybe we change a Why line not? here or two. How about some robots? That? Put some robots in there. Yeah, Why not? That would be nice. Why not yeah, some, really nice. some robots? Okay. Yeah, I want to see some lasers. Ooh, well, I'm yeah. quite fond of robots, actually. Oh. So uh, going back to you, Mr. Chavez, uh, you know, your life was not without controversy, you know. You, you, gotcha. you, you had these... Uh, oh, this is not going to be one of those interviews, I promise uh, it's you. It's just me being defensive I just, again, <laughs> man. Go ahead. We're just, homies, man. Jared, you know, we're homies. You, uh, you know, you, you, I, I, it seems like, just by going through your Wikipedia, that your life, you, you kind of start leaning towards not just being a union leader, but more of a religious cult figure. You start adapting certain practices that other cults have. You do this thing called the game that, mm-hmm. that other cults were doing, and you did that with your labor unions. Is that correct? Is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, everybody got to play a game, man. No, no, no. So... Well, would you, you... So I read that the game, uh-huh. as it was described uh, on your Wikipedia, is just everybody would shout insults at the members to sort of like... I don't know, inculcate you or, tear them down. or build mm-hmm. rapport you gotta, or something? You got to tear somebody. When you start, a, okay, this is how you start a You guys want to know how to start a cult? Okay, mm-hmm. oh, I'll sure. tell you how to start Absolutely. a cult. Because that's where the money is, you know? Hey. That's where the money is. Okay. All right? But this is what you got to do. You get three of your homies, right? All right. Mm-hmm. You guys say, like we say, we're going to start a cult. Now, after this day, we never call it a cult again. We just call it hanging out right. on Thursday. <laughs> It's it's right? not very and you invite well your friends. Branded as you just say we're coming over. We're hanging out on Thursday. We yeah. watch some football. Fun. We have fun. fun. Something fun. fun. Something fun. We to do. know. End result, it's a cult. Yeah. Then you know, and you just build like that. It's a fun thing. Fun thing. You go on for like two or three months, and then all of a sudden you're like, hey everybody, you guys got to chip in for this barbecue, right? Mm. We get them used to paying some money. Then all of a sudden we just say like. Uh, the government is trying to get you. You got to wear these hats, and you sell them these hats. Now everybody's wearing the same clothes. Selling, selling the hats. Now you got cheap, yeah, yeah. cheap at first. The two yeah. of you, I would not have expected you to both be so so obsessed with money and with the accumulation of money. It well, really okay. seems like a focus for you guys. You look at the people. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, where, where, where are we living? Yeah, I'm just saying. What? Uh, uh, your you know. artists, you know, your artists, your labor leaders, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you have these. You have this skill set that is driving you towards, you know, uh, not not just being a petty capitalist who is, you know, trying to monetize people's hard work. You know, like you, you're you're there on the front emotional lines. Capitalist. But instead, that... you're only focused on making money. Like, is that? Doesn't that seem... You, you, you got married, right? <laughs> uh, I'll a, say two things. First, I got married. Very, you. very progressive. <laughs> <laughs> Touché. Touché. 
It's Sorry, you were saying, Mr. Shakespeare? I, I think that we both we both are business people. Mm. Yeah. And we've also done well, quite a bit of good no, as well. I don't, I don't think you were. I, I really think, don't think you were. you got to make it a business. you got to say, what is your hobby? How can I monetize it? That's mm. how you live. I read The Seven Steps to Success, you mm. know? All right, all right. They so you uh, find a hobby. Now, we were, we're talking about controversy here mm. on, uh, on Mr. Chavez's uh, part and perspective. And, you know... Mr. Shakespeare, that you were, your life was not without controversy as well. Most of these happen posthumously, of course. Like mm. there are all these different theories about, yeah. you know, uh, you know what, what was actually going. This is not a gotcha on in your life. Gotcha. I'm just going to run through a couple of these really quickly, lightning round, and you just tell me if there's any validity to any of these theories about your life. Okay, okay. Mr. Shakespeare. Yeah. All right. Number one. All your plays were actually written by Edward de Vere, the 17th Earl of Oxford. Wrong. Absolutely wrong. There's no truth to that at all. Wrong. Didn't even know each other. No, I, that doesn't exist. No, what I mean, if I fake, told you that we had news. a thing, we had some recording, <laughs> we had a recording of you meeting him in a all Russian right. bank. No, no, I believe you. Yeah, I believe just, you. I know. I'm just all right, joking. number two. Some of your sonnets were written to a young boy that you were in love with and possibly oh. had a sexual relationship with. Okay, well, that's true. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. We all try. That's it. You know, at the time. It was a different time. Yes. It really was. Yes. Everything is different. Everything is being the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? absolutely. You know, we don't bear, we don't, uh, it's you know. It's a big world. There's yeah. lots of love. We to don't, yes. you know, beat bears anymore, and we don't let old men have sex with young boys. All right. Lastly, the portrait of you, the famous portrait of you that we have mm-hmm. today mm-hmm. is not what you look like at all. It was just based on, I forget, uh, Ben Johnson or something. Was that like, like a crazy, like or something. Well, that, crazy hair at school day? That, no, no, no. That, that's Sorry. true. Sorry, Actually, I, I, I have done this retroactively mm-hmm. for branding reasons. Oh, so you look, made uh, yourself yes, look like your portrait. Yes, Interesting. Yes, it actually okay. looked like... Um, um, Steve Buscemi. You look like Steve Buscemi in yeah, real life. Originally, yes. But oh now, goodness. of course, I look very much, as you can see, like the, the portrait you know, looking with the at, rough. And looking the, at you now, it's very clear that this is a created thing that yes, you've done here. Wow, yes. that is incredible. Yes. That collar, though, that thing is always still bugging me out, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like a dull collar thing <laughs> that you wear all the time. Yes. You get That's used like a to giant it. carburetor, like yes. a 1977 yes. Ford carburetor. All right, yes. so we've, uh, we've actually got to wrap things up here pretty quickly, but I have one last question for the both of you. Um, uh, Mr. Chavez, and this is a little bit controversial, again, as I mentioned, uh, later in life you started to develop real estate. You weren't using labored workers. You were using non-labored workers. Was that an accident? Do you regret that now? It was a cult, man. It was a fucking cult. <laughs> you get that's it. There, that I'm not paying you, but you live in there for free. All right, all right. All right. We're well, all hanging well, out. We, we all got the same jumpsuits. We're all gonna kill ourselves on Thursday. You know. Now we know that you're not. No, you've admitted it. You're not ashamed of it at all. And last question for you, Mr. Shakespeare. If you were alive today, where would you be focusing your talents? Would you still be doing plays, television, movies? Go back to espionage, that sort of thing. I think I would have gotten into finance. I mean, it really sounds like wow. you. Wow, <laughs> that's you're a, really. Focus on well, the have you, did you see or... the Wolf of Wall Street? I mean, that looked so much fun. It yeah, did look yeah. like a lot of fun. Yes. I mean, the money part, not the you know the jail and the, the uh, exactly. Yeah, no, but not that. I'm like, no, no. All right. Well, that is. I all. wanted to try Quaaludes. That's what I thought you guys were talking about. <laughs> well, that is all for this week's episode of Famous Dead People. I'd like to thank my guests Caesar Chavez and uh, William Shakespeare for joining us in the studio today. Um, this is kind of weird, but do you guys don't happen to have like a Twitter or a um, or a comedy show that you want to tell people about uh, anything like that, Mister uh, Mister Shakespeare? No, no, no. I think my work stands for itself. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Uh, Mr. Chavez, anything you want to tell people yeah, about? Yeah, man, you can check out this fool, Fun With Lex, at, uh, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He twitters. He tweets. He tweets. Yeah. yeah, Fun With Lex, man. He's my favorite Puerto Rican. All right, that check out crazy. at Fun With Lex. That is Cesar Chavez recommended. Uh, I am, of course, Jarrett Berenstein. You check out all my stuff at jarrettberenstein.com or at just Jarrett. 
Uh, if you have any questions that you'd like to ask your favorite dead person, please email that to us at famousdeadpeopleshow at gmail.com. We will try to have them on as soon as we can. We're here every Monday at 3 p.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to this most recent episode of Famous Dead People, everybody. I just want to remind you again that you should check out this show I'm doing on this Saturday at 9.30 p.m. at the Pit Loft called Live Clickbait. You can find out more information about that on my website, JarrettBerenstein.com. Or if you go to the Pit's website and you click on the Pit Loft and you go to this Saturday at 9.30 p.m. and you should see a show called Live Clickbait on there. That is my show that you should go check out. It's going to be featuring a ton of really great comedians and all the weird news that happened in the past couple of weeks uh so once again that is this saturday may 13th at 9 30 p.m at the pit loft live clickbait hosted by me Jarrett berenstein and uh it's gonna be a dope show and you should totally check it out all right thanks again for listening and we'll see you next week famous dead people famous dead people famous dead people